Hey guys, it's CS Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another episode of How to Social Engineer this particular uh, season, season 21. It's where we explore techniques and strategies to social engineer each of the types. The rest of this particular season will be made up of a total of 17 episodes. We'll be devoting one episode per type. So this is episode two, How to Social Engineer, an, ENT, or an ESTJ basically. And we're going to be uh, following our usual order as uh, such, uh, but 17 episodes. As soon as this season uh, basically, uh, as soon as this season ends, we're going to be adding a practical application addendum season after this, which where we will be talking about social engineering with actual scenarios, where I will be given a scenario and I would explain what I would do from a social engineering standpoint, or we'll actually observe a scenario. Uh, perhaps through a movie or a video and explain social engineering interactions as it happens. But first things first, we have to at least educate this audience on how to actually social engineer from a practical application standpoint. Why are we doing this? Because guess what? All social interaction, good, bad, true, false, good, uh, you know, good or evil, doesn't matter. All social interaction is manipulation. It is social engineering. Social engineering currently maintains the largest threat to any human being's security. It is the largest threat to, for example, um, three-letter acronym agencies, right? Or any government, uh, any government official, uh, any media outlet, any uh, technology company, tech giant, it doesn't matter. Social engineering is the standard. It is the highest, worst threat that any particular individual, place, thing, organization, group of people, community, whatever, would ever have to deal with. Because guess what? Social engineering impacts every single facet of the human experience. So, based on that, we're going to be doing a deep dive on how to social engineer an ESTJ. Uh, so yeah, let's get down to it. So, don't forget, ESTJs. They are affiliative, concrete, and systematic for their temperament. This basically means they are SJ, right? So they're the SJ temperament, also known as the traditionalists. And they're also direct initiating control. Direct initiating control basically means they are a structure type, AKA in charge, structure type. So direct initiating control, structure, AKA they are, according to the type grade and the temperament matrix, they are an ESTJ. These TJs are fantastic individuals. They're very rational. They're all about what other people are thinking. They're very aware of their um, of their uh, reputation among others, and they seek to be respected by others. Uh, they know their comfort level uh, with their introverted sensing. It's all about how comfortable they are. They're aware of what other people want, basically. They know exactly how they feel, and they know... Uh, Sometimes they're worried about their, their logic, their, uh, their, their sense of what they know to be true, right? They can verify it. They absolutely can verify their beliefs because they're very belief-focused, so they're TE rationale because of how belief-focused they are. But it, uh, sometimes they worry they're wrong, and because of that, they have to spend a bunch of time researching with their TE until they are able to verify with their TEI. Can't be done. The problem is, you know, ESTJs, they can get lazy, and then... They're not always in the mood because SI, they can get lazy. They're not in the mood with their FI, and then they just don't really verify their beliefs and kind of get stuck in a rut mentally, right? Or prefer to do the concrete regular thing, right? Which is, well, it sucks. Anyway, 
Uh, they're very critical towards others, especially if they're expert at sensing. Uh, basically means if you're not wearing, if, you're, if your shoe is untied and you walk in their office for an interview, you're not gonna get the job. They're like that shallow, sorry. ESTJs are shallow AF. It's annoying, but that's how they are. And then you have NI Trickster. They have no clue what they want. And then they have FE Demon, which means they don't give a damn about how you feel or anyone. They only care about how they feel. Welcome to ESTJs. This is literally how they work. ESTJs are built for STPs. STPs are the standard for ESTJs. So let's look at that. Highest compatibility with an STJ. It doesn't matter which compatibility algorithm you're using. If it's a romantic compatibility, sexual compatibility, professional compatibility, social compatibility. There's a lot of other algorithms out there. It does not matter. STJs are built for STPs. Okay? That is the standard, right? So... As a social engineer, because we know that STP is what ESTJs go for, they really love STPs, if you're a social engineer and you need to social engineer an ESTJ, like for example, what if you need to get hired by an ESTJ, right? What if you're trying to get into a relationship with an STJ, right? Well, what would you want to do? Oh, maybe you would want to emulate STP behavior. <gasps> what? Emulate STP behavior, Mr. Joseph? No, I didn't know I could do that. Yes, you can. It's very simple. Let me show you. It's all about pressure points. Pressure points are everything. Okay? Pressure points are everything. Where are a person's, pre where are a person's pressure points? Well, guess what? They're in the cognitive functions. Cognitive functions, all of them are a pressure point. Some are more sensitive to others. Some are not as sensitive than others. Some of them mean more to certain people. Some mean less to other people. It doesn't matter. It's all about pressure points. Guess what? We're going to be learning a little bit more about the cognitive functions themselves because I'm about to do season 16, episode one, very soon, probably immediately following this episode. But it will give you an additional insight as to how the cognitive functions work so that you can actually utilize that to augment into this series, season 21, for social engineering, right? So anyway, an STP. So remember, what are STPs? STPs, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's assume ISTP because ISTP is the highest compatibility, okay? So we got an ISTP right here, okay? So we're going to want to emulate with TI, okay? And SE, and then NI, and then FE, right? And then conversely, because of that, we're going to have TE, SI, NE, FI. Okay, awesome. So, this is the target. The target is in blue, okay? The target is ESTJ. We're going to social engineer them into doing something for us, okay? And then we are, let's say I'm an ENTP, right? Or you're an ENFJ, it doesn't matter, but you are going to emulate ISTP. You want to emulate ISTP for the benefit of the ESTJ in order to get them to like do something for you or want to work with you, whatever. So like, for example, let's imagine Let's imagine hmm, you're an INTJ, okay? And then you're an INTJ and you're trying to figure out, okay, well, how the hell am I going to do this, okay? So here's the situation. Whenever you're talking to an ESTJ, first things first. First thing is first. As soon as you walk in, you gotta give them a good experience. You gotta make the parent happy. If the parent is unhappy, nobody is happy. Always start with a parent. You can kind of ignore the hero. Why is that? Well, because guess what? The hero function is optimistic, okay? 
There is some optimism there, but the parent function is pessimistic. If you don't know about this, you need to look in you need to look in season one. Like seriously, just go back to season one, watch the lectures on optimism versus pessimism, and also season five. There's there's some episodes to talk about as well. Watch season one and season five, and you'll get everything you need to know to kind of catch up to this point. Okay, there are playlists. They're on the YouTube channel, or you can go into, for example, the iTunes uh, podcast app, and then once you're there, add CS Joseph, and then click on library at the bottom of your uh, iTunes list, and then go, uh, and then it shows you like your total, uh, and then go to CS Joseph, and it looks at how many episodes you have, or if you have none. Scroll to the very bottom. You might have a giant list of episodes from me. That's okay. Scroll to the very bottom until you see the button that says available episodes, and then you can download there on your podcast app. And I believe we just changed the podcast titles recently to make it a lot easier for you to navigate on the podcast so that you actually understand which season and episode you're listening to, right? So you can see on the title and whatnot. I apologize it's taken so long for me to figure that out, but we just kind of like had a moment with uh, someone recently explaining, oh, hey, you might want to do that. Thank you for whoever that was, and I forgot. No, I didn't. Actually, it was uh, someone recently. Anyway, optimism versus pessimism. So you want to make sure that you are targeting the pessimist functions first. If you do not focus on the pessimist functions first, you're going to get screwed. They're instantly not going to be interested in anything you have to say. The social engineering attack will fail. You will fail. Not only that, they will lose respect for you, which makes it much more difficult for you to attempt to manipulate this person in the future. So make sure you focus first your attention to the pessimistic functions, okay? Child is optimist. So and then the inferior is pessimistic, okay? And uh, now, the unconscious is a little different, right? The whole unconscious itself is technically pessimistic. So it already has, all these functions already have a negative keel on it, right? So and it's like, well, so this is optimistic at the top, yeah, this is optimistic with TI nemesis, the problem is it's still also pessimistic. So it has an additional pessimistic trait. It's like, this is twice as optimistic as this is. That's basically the point, right? So then down here, you have more pessimist. Oh, interesting. That basically means the SE critic is like a double pessimist. You have to be really careful around the critic, okay? And then you have optimistic here for trickster, and then another pessimist at the demon Guess what? You still have to be really careful around the demon, but the demon does not come out that often, right? And the demon is easily, easily subjugated. It is easily made happy. It is easily controlled by another human being. The demon is so easily controlled. How do you do that? By making sure that the inferior function is handled. Guess what? So we have the parent. Uh, hold on here. Um, actually, it's... Uh... So we have the parent function here. Notice something, the parent function is always linked to the critic function, and the inferior function is also always linked to the demon function. What does that mean? That means if you make the parent function, okay, if you make the parent function happy, and you make the inferior function happy, you kind of get, you don't have to worry about the critic. You don't have to worry about the demon. You don't have to worry about their unconscious, AKA their shadow coming out and beating you upside the head when you're social engineering them. Because guess what? 
if an ESTJ figures out that they're being manipulated by you or being social engineered, they're probably going to go ISTP rage mode on you. And that could lead to like a violent confrontation. You don't want that, right? Or they'll be committed to destroying your future with their any child and destroying your reputation with their TE hero. Definitely, or destroying all of your relationships with their demon function, with their FE demon. That, that will destroy your relationships. You don't want to be that person. You do not want to be on the other side of an ESTJ in this way. Let me tell you. Speaking from experience. So, dropping markers is what I love doing best. All right, so, anyway, the point is, some pressure points are higher than others. All of these uh, cognitive functions are potential pressure points, and that's okay. That's perfectly fine. But the point is, it's important that you focus first, you prioritize first the pessimistic functions in the top four. So within the ego, you want to target the parent and the inferior first, okay? And if you do not get past the parent, you're done, okay? You are completely done. So first things first. So we know that the parent is SI, right? Which means we need to emulate some SE. We have to emulate responsible ISTP or even responsible ISFP SE in order to get past the parent, right? So what do we do? Extroverted sensing means we need to be committed to giving this ESTJ a really good experience. And if it's the first time we've ever met them, that means first impression. So first impression is everything with the ESTJ. So we need to give them a first impression. How do we do this? Well, you better be dressed really well. Make sure you dress absolutely perfect around them. Official, you know, clean cut, sober looking, properly shaved if you're a man, you know? Uh, it's not like, you know, you're a woman and they're looking at your armpits, you know what I mean? That's like not gonna work. You need to dress really well. Shoes have to be tied. You better be standing up straight. If you are not standing up straight, they're not going to respect you. The SE critic is that shallow. And if you are not giving them a good experience to their SI parents, if you are not focused on giving them a good experience, if they, if they smell something wrong about you, you better smell good. Like any of the five senses has to be completely handled with the ESTJ. You have to be providing a good positive experience to all five of their senses. Did you know that ISFPs, heck, all SPs do this. All of them do. SE heroes and SE parents, they got this down. This is why the types that can really get to the ESTJ heart faster than the other ones are SPs. But if you're like an INTJ who's trying to social engineer an ESTJ, for example, that's not going to be good because you have SE inferior. You have to go above and beyond, right? So you need to like make sure you are slick. You got to be dressed well, your shoes tied, standing up straight. You got to smell good. You have to be direct. Why? Well, guess what? The interaction style of ISTP is direct. Okay? And we know their best friend types, right? We know their highest compatibility, the ISTP and the ESTJ, right? So that means uh, when the ESTJ is direct with somebody, well, the ISTP needs to be direct too, right? So if you're social engineering, you're emulating ISTP, that means you need to be direct, okay? And you also might wanna be movement, right? You might wanna like go quickly in certain cases, right? But it's never to the point where you're making them uncomfortable. You will not get past the parent if they are uncomfortable. You have to focus on comfortable. Comfortable is everything. You have to make the ESTJ uncomfortable because if they are uncomfortable around you, that sucks. And they're very schedule oriented and everything has to be under control. You need to schedule your appointment ahead of time, your social engineering attack. 
You need to make sure that they know that you're coming, that you want to be there. Ah, oh, want to be there. Yes. Any child. How do you get past any child? Well, how do, well, we already talked about SI parent, right? Well, here's the thing. If you're having a hard time with SI parent, if you find yourself that, you know, hey, I'm giving them a really good experience, but he's just not really working well, then you have to go after the T. Um, then you have to go after the any child. Because remember, the cognitive functions, the cognitive axes, the child and the parent are linked together in the same way that the hero and the inferior functions are linked together. What affects one affects the other, right? So here's the thing. If you are coming to an ESTJ and you're giving them a good experience, and that's great, they love that, and they have to really sense that you want to give them a good experience. They have to sense that NI child from the ISTP, right? So you gotta be like, I want to give you a good experience, right? So you have to be like, I want to give you, to make you comfy, okay? It's all about that. Always state your intentions. Actually, that's incorrect. Always state intentions, not necessarily the actual ones you have. Always state intent. Always intent, okay? Always state your intentions to the any child because if you're having a hard time giving the SI parent a good experience, you can make up for it by then going after the inner child and be like, hey child, I want to do this for you or I want to give you this experience. This is what I want to do for you. This is what I want. You make it about what you want. Never ever, when you are trying to social engineer an ESTJ, never ask them what they want. You will engage their trickster immediately, the spell is broken, and you will not be able to get anywhere with an ESTJ. Good luck getting an ESTJ woman in bed with you if you're asking her what you want. Good luck getting a business deal or a contract signed if you're uh, with an ESTJ, if you are telling them, asking them what they want. You need to tell them what you want because it's about you. You have to make your desires known. And to them, your desire means that you desire to give them a good experience. That's the whole point. You have to be focused on SE plus NI. You have to emulate it. And you emulate it by making them know that they are comfy in your presence. It's all about is making them comfortable as possible. Check the temperature in the room. All the five senses. You need to engage the five senses. You need to state your intentions. You don't have to state your real intentions, but you have to state some intent. If you state some intent, don't forget, the number one rule of lying, according to an ENTP, is some, the, some of the best lies are the lies that you can make come true, okay? Always weave in truth with the lies, right? So when you're weaving in truth, you can state your intention, right? You're not stating all of your intentions, but you're stating some of your intentions. So make the any child happy by saying, I want this. Or you could ask them, hey, can you give me what you want? Because guess what? Any child is all about giving other people what they want. They are all about giving other people their, what they desire. So, hey, what do you want? And what can I do to get it for you? Just tell me what you want. That's all ESTJs live on. It's just tell me what you want. So when you're social engineering them, Tell the ESTJ what you want. This is literally one of those times where you're like, well, why don't you just ask for what you want? Maybe it'll be given to you. Exactly. ESTJs and ESFJs literally exist as people that do that. Their any child desires to give you what you want. So tell them. And by telling them what you want, you're actually making them comfortable because they're no longer afraid of your intentions because SJs are always afraid of intentions.
They need to feel secure. And intentions scare ESTJs. So what you want to do is be focused on stating some intentions, doesn't have to be your real ones, and making them as comfortable as possible and giving them a good sensory experience because they're sensible. They're sensible people, but you're trying to be a sensual ISTP in order to engage this ESTJ, right? You focus on making them have a good experience, right? And then the pessimism of the parent goes away. Their child is more optimized. Huh, interesting. Yes, the whole point is to get past the parent so that you can optimize the child because if you win the child over, they're going to give you what you want, aka social engineering attack complete. You see what I'm saying? Same thing with the inferior. They have fear, they are insecure, they feel bad, right? They are worried that they are bad people. You go in as this ISTP, emulated ISTP to the ESTJ and they feel bad. And you're like, okay, I'm a TE user and I care about my feelings, but I need to state my words in such a way where it's not about how I feel because that'll engage his demon because he doesn't give a damn how I feel if I'm an INTJ. So I need to be paying attention to how he feels. Well, I have FE Trickster, so I'm not aware of how he feels. That's okay, doesn't matter. All you have to do is pretend. All you have to do is emulate. This is how you do it, okay? Introverted feeling inferior, the other pessimistic function, because yes, you got past the parent, the child is happy, he's getting closer to giving you what you want, you're not gonna play that card yet, you just got, you also have to make sure that the inferior is on your side, because unless you win over the inferior, you're not gonna be able to win over the hero, because if you win over the hero and the child simultaneously, it is checkmate, and you've won, okay? Literally, checkmate. As soon as you get the hero and the child on your side. Remember, the social engineering objective is to get the hero and the child. So what you do is you go after the parent and the inferior. They are linked to each other. So if you, if you get the parent, you automatically get the child. If you get the inferior, you automatically get the hero because they are linked together, okay? And guess what? Think of this as a financial transaction, right? You are getting, so the INTJ, he's a social engineer, and this ESTJ is a sucker, okay? Think of um, some of the biggest social engineers of the time. We're about to shyst this ESTJ right now. And we're trying to get him to agree to open up his wallet and hand some cash to the INTJ right now. We're sitting in the office. We want some cash or get him to agree to a business deal or whatever. It's a total shyst, total, like, it's completely <laughs> fake. And he doesn't know he's getting taken to the cleaners. Why? Well, guess what? We know that the ESTJ is a great mark because he has NI Trickster. And NI Trickster has no idea what they want. They have no idea what they intend. No clue. So they can easily be taken advantage of in this way. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, don't do that in front of the camera. I don't recommend that. Anyway, uh, the point is, <sighs> FI Inferior then. We have to make it feel good. The ESTJ already walks around every day feeling like that they might be a bad person. They already know that they don't give a damn how other people feel because of their F.E. demon, right? They don't need to be reminded of that. So what you do, it's like, oh, I need to make you feel good. How do you make an ESTJ feel good? It's pretty easy. Compliment them. Compliments. Compliments. Find what you can compliment an F.I. inferior. They have S.I. parent. If they have TE Hero, you can compliment them on their vanity. Ooh, why? Because, you know, if they are a TE parent, 
you know that if they are a TE parent, that or a, a TE hero, excuse me, if they if you know that they are a TE hero, you know that status means a lot to them. That reputation means everything to them. So you want to fluff them up, right? And you want to talk about their reputation. Be like, you know, hey, so-and-so said, this other person that you don't know said these really good things about you. So you're emulating SE, right? And then you're said these really good things about, so this person said, that's SE, okay, emulating SE. This person that you don't know said that you're a really good person, FE inferior, emulation. Hey, this person was telling me this great thing, this great story about you and how you did this, blah, 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 and said that you are a really good person to work with and we really want to work with you. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, yeah, I get that I'm a salesman right now, but that's okay. But I am told that you have a really good reputation. And you know what, sir, being in your office right now, I really think it's true. I think you are a good person because of X, Y, Z reasons. Literally, you are saying, I think... To the T, so T-I, I think you're a good person. T-I-F-E, compliment, okay? T-I-F-E, and that's telling T-E hero, because T-E hero wants to hear what other people think. And when it hears, and then T-E hero's like, oh wow, that guy thinks really highly of me? Oh yeah, my reputation, oh yeah. People really are out there talking about me. They think really highly of me, that's awesome. Wow, I feel really good about this. This could be like an opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, right. Like that ever happens. Anyway, you're making them feel good. That's just a loose example, by the way, guys. There's so many other unlimited applications here with social engineering. But the point is, to break into the ESTJ mind, all you have to do is get past the parent and the inferior. Because the objective is to win the hero and the child. Because once you win the hero and the child, the child will give you what you want. And the TE hero, which usually controls the purse strings of the ESTJ, for example, because TE is all about managing money, etc. I mean, if you're trying to get money out of an ENTP, good luck. It's hard. It can be done, but it's very hard because they have TE critic. TE hero could potentially be a better mark in terms of money because, you know, TE heroes and TE parents usually have a lot more money statistically than almost everyone else. And there's a reason for that. It's because TE extroverted thinking is all about managing money, right? So an ESTJ would be an excellent mark for potentially shysting them out of some cash, right? Well, in this particular example, you've won over the child because you've gone out of your way to make them comfortable. SI is linked to NE, and then NE is willing to give you what you want. What do you want? And you state, you've already stated your intentions. Hey, I want to do business with you. This other person over here said that you're a really good person to do business with. They said that you're very trustworthy. Um, and I could, see by, I could see by being in this office right now, uh, that's absolutely true. I'd like to give you this good experience based on this deal that we have working on. Here's the parameters of this particular deal. And of course, it's all total crap and it's total bullshit, but the ESTJ doesn't know that. They have anti trickster. They have no clue what they want, right? And you're like, sir, because of this person, what this person said about you, and, uh, and you're very reputable here, uh, well, we figured out that, hey, yeah, uh, it would be a really good idea to kind of include you on it. Maybe that you could help us with our thinking. That's inviting TE hero to help guide the TI hero, for example. ESTJs love that. They, you know, they also love to be able to have some kind of control, you know. And that's another thing. They have to be super comfortable. So when you're talking about the deal that you're trying to get them on, you just be like, hey, we want you to be as comfortable as possible. We're not here to waste your time. Uh, this is what we want to do. Uh, here's our thoughts on it. Um, how do you feel about our thoughts, etc.? 
and wow, I think you're a really good person to do business with. You hit all of these pressure points. And then over time, because you came in immediately with that amazing first impression, you immediately took care of the parent, they are more likely to trust you. They are more likely to realize that, oh yeah, this guy seems really official. Oh yeah, because ESTJs, they arrogantly, because of SE critic, automatically think that they're amazing judges of character. And I'm here to tell you they're not. <laughs> they're like so not. And it's funny as hell to see it every time. Like. I have so many ESTJs in my life that I have literally played like a fiddle because it's like, wow, I mean, you know, are you really going that way, you know? Okay, yes, I understand that this lecture is like super edgy right now, but I have to show you guys the evil applications of what I'm doing here so you know how to defend yourselves. Because beware, if someone's coming in, they might have all this knowledge and they might be able to be trying to shice you or take you out. You have to be aware of this. Any type could technically emulate any other type because all you have to do is adjust your language and adjust and have a battle plan and know how to do it. And you could personalize the social engineering attack specifically to the target. Just takes a little bit of planning. All you have to do is use the type grid and the temporal matrix. Boom, you know their type. You instantly know their cognitive functions, aka you know their pressure points. And then as long as you just get the parent and the inferior function on your side, you automatically win the hero and the child. And the ego is then subservient to you. And guess what? They will do what you ask. I mean, pickup artists do this all the time, right? The biggest thieves and shysters out there do this all the time. It's normal. That's evil applications. Let's talk about good applications. What if the ESTJ was the father of a home, but he was being irresponsible? What if he was being irresponsible with money? What if he was being irresponsible with doing chores? What if he was being irresponsible in some way, shape, or form? And his wife had to figure out how to get him to react but they're not really very compatible because they got married very early in their life and didn't really have that much experience with what's going on and didn't understand time and they ended up in a very incompatible marriage and they're very unhappy but their wife but you know his wife is not exactly in a position to do anything about it at this point so she has to resort to social engineering and manipulation to get him motivated to get off his butt to do something because guess what and i trickster just doesn't want to do anything fi inferior is just not in the mood and SI parent is just not comfortable to get off of the couch and stop watching television when he's bored on a Saturday because he just doesn't want to do it because he has to be obligated to do it. When you're coming in behaving like an ISTP, the ESTJ is like, hey man, you know, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, it's your duty. If you, I mean, it's your duty to get involved with this because we could really use your input. We could really utilize some of your assistance and your management abilities, uh, you know, and Based on what I've told you, uh, the members of my group and my team here really think very highly of you and your credentials because who doesn't like, what TE hero doesn't like to hear about their credentials or their qualifications? You've got to talk about credentials and qualifications. Appeal to the vanity because they are very vain. Credentials and qualifications. Good times. So that's basically how I do it. Now, the unconscious side of the mind. We're not going to be talking about the subconscious. We're not going to talk about the superego that much. The unconscious. If you're still having a hard time, you can still kind of go after the unconscious, but it is not recommended. It's extremely risky. If your social engineering attack is already kind of somewhat failing, you're having a hard time with the parent, you can at least get around the critic. You can get around the nemesis. Avoid the trickster and demon, I recommend it because they have no idea what they're doing. 
but just understand like you can work a little bit down here if you need to get some work done in the ego because remember in order for the social engineering attack to be successful you have to win their ego it's not going to do any good to win the ego you can put pressure on the ego by putting pressure on the unconscious or putting pressure on the subconscious you could do that but it's not exactly always going to work it's always easiest to just go for the ego once you win the ego you got them all right so then optimistic pessimistic optimistic pessimistic so they're like oh you know sure sir you know we're doing this deal here uh you know you might be worried about it you might be worried that this might not work blah 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 well what you say at that point is like here's what we've done in the past okay so to win uh so to win the nemesis you know you got to focus on making them feel good because you do not want to act you do not want to do the tripwire the demon but se critic right se critic they will always, the ESTJ will always ask, well, show me your references. So that's T-E, okay? And that is S-I, or S-E critic. What are your references? Show me what you've done in the past. Show me how other people have, have uh, succeeded as well as doing business with you. And that's, of course, when you pull up your fake references, right? If you're pulling up your fake references, um, fake stories, could be, could be real ones, it doesn't matter. It could be real ones, it could be fake, it doesn't matter. Just bring up your references and show them to, to the pessimistic you know, ESTJ. That's all you have to do. Hey, here's our references, and as long as they look really good, remember, you have to give them a good experience. you got to make the parent happy, because if the parent's not happy, they, the critic will activate. And if you got if the critic's after you, and you're not able to satisfy the critic, you're done. You can find yourself in handcuffs at that point. You have no idea, right? It's too risky, right? Don't do that, not recommended. What you want to do is make sure the critic is handled. So whatever documentation that you provide that would quote prove that him entering into this business deal and signing this contract or giving you money, etc., is ideal, it has to look absolutely kosher. Professional, prim, proper. It has to appeal to their vanity because remember, we're trying to give them an experience. You're giving the ESTJ the experience that they are going to gain status as a result of falling into your trap, as a result of them giving you money, essentially, because that's what we're using, this INTJ is trying to get money out of this ESTJ. As a result of that happening, the ESTJ has to feel really good about themselves. They have to be like, well, that was a really good experience. Um, they have to feel like that they're gonna get you know, additional status and their vanity is gonna be buffed as a result of that, which usually is like, hey, it's an investment. You're gonna get additional money by, doing, by committing to this, blah, blah, blah. And in fact, here's our contact information so that you could actually, you know, and we'll provide this uh, to you if whether or not you would be interested. Well, not interested because that's NI Trickster. But if we want to contact you and ask you for a little bit of advice here and there, sure or not. But then again, they'd be like, wait a minute, but you're an expert. Why do I need to be giving you advice? You know what I mean? So you have to be really, really careful what you say, okay? You have to be very careful. But again, as long as you make the parent as comfortable as possible, and as long as you make them feel good and take all of their fear away, take all of their responsible pessimism away, and then get past the critic, you're really good to go. You kind of don't really have to worry about anything else because everything else will fall into place. You just have to make those functions happy. You won't always have to uh, deal with the critic because if your social engineering is super well within the ego, you won't have to worry about the critic at all. But sometimes the critic will come out 
right away. This usually happens with people that have been abused in the past, that have been taken advantage of in the past, especially ESTJs, because they completely remember everything in the past. And because they've remembered everything in the past, they can predict what's going to happen in the future if they're any child. So if that happens and they're comparing you to a past experience where they got screwed in the past, you will have to deal with the critic because the critic will be like, okay, you need to show me, you know, uh, let me see how other people have succeeded with you in the past, right? What makes me so special that you would come here? You better have some kind of proof that shows me that other people that have invested with you have also been successful. And then you provide those references, right? And once you provide the references, good. The ESTJ is on board, they give you the money, you're good to go. You walk out the office smiling and then telling yourself under your breath, sucker. And then you walk out and they never see you again and you just made yourself a good, not, not nice amount of money. Doesn't have to be with shysting, okay? I know I'm talking about shysting, but seriously, it has nothing, like, it could be anything. It could be even making a decision, it could be get, getting your husband to make a decision to buy a lawnmower, okay? It doesn't matter. Or buy a car, or any purchasing decision, or even uh, clothing, right? Or getting him to go do, the, do the trash, or the garbage, or, or, um, or potentially remodeling the house, right? It's all about making him comfortable. It's all about telling him what, he, what you want. An ESTJ is not going to listen to you if you do not tell him what he wants or her what you want. They're not going to listen to you if you're not making them comfortable and not prioritizing their comfort or their status or their vanity. You have to appeal to all of these things and then you're hitting their cognitive functions appropriately in a way that an ISTP would because guess what? ISTPs are super brilliant, which means when, they're, when that ESTJ is looking at you, you better have your facts straight you better have your story straight because they'll be able to sense immediately if your story is not straight. You better be pretending you have SE pair and you're giving them a good experience, right? You better make sure you're telling them what they want with your like pretend NI child. And you better be making them feel good with your pretend FE inferior, okay? And if necessary, you better show them that you're loyal to the cause and how sometimes, you know, just be, yeah, well, you know, sir, not every deal goes very well. I know you're asking for references, but I'll admit to you right now, a few deals that we've done in the past, we've actually had, we've lost money and it hasn't worked out. But, sir, we have this personal guarantee right here that even that your investment will not be lost no matter what. I am loyal to my customers. I am loyal to the cause with my pretend SI critic, making this SE critic happy, or pretend SI critic, I am loyal to you, Mr. ESTJ, and if you get screwed, guess what? I'm still going to replace all of your money, no problem. You can trust us, etc. And then the ESTJ buys into it because, oh, awesome, this just sounds like a really good deal, too good to be true, and uh, you know they're super mega comfortable, they feel safe and secure, because that's all it is. ESTJs are all about safety and security. You bring them safety, security, status, appeal to their vanity, make them feel really good, state your intentions, you got them. And there's nothing they can do to stop you, to a point. Unless, of course, you make a mistake. If you make a mistake, they will basically completely own you or they will compare you to a past thing that happened a past time where they were a sucker in the past. And if they are able to compare you to that, you're screwed. Make sure you have your story straight every time. Make sure also that, uh, you demonstrate your loyalty to their SE critic 
and that your prim and proper, you know, just it's, it's all about the pessimism. You have to target the pessimistic functions because as soon as you have the pessimistic functions on your side, their optimistic functions will activate and then you've got them because you want them to be optimistic about you. But in order to do that, you have to target their pessimistic functions. That is the basic method of social engineering. Awesome. I think that uh, is enough for this episode. So if you found this lecture useful, helpful, educational, enlightening, insightful, uh, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube and on the podcast. Leave a like below as well as a comment. If you have any questions about ESTJs or how to social engineer them, please leave them in the comment section below. Upcoming le lectures that we'll be doing in the series, we'll be doing all of the each and the individual types. We'll be playing with different types and different scenarios as to how it all works out. And uh, then we'll be moving forward into practical application with actual real scenarios or fictional scenarios. And on the fly, I will explain exactly how I will social engineer a person, etc. Or perhaps we'll have some guests on my, sh on my live stream where I will be social engineering them for the public to see, for example. And that would be a very interesting prospect. We'll get there as it goes. Also, uh, we have our Discord server. Make sure you join our Discord server. If you haven't already, the link is in the description for Q&A sessions. Uh, also, we have our Bay Area meetup, which will actually be extended nationally. That link is also in the description. Also, in the very near future on Instagram, we're going to be doing another coaching giveaway. So make sure you are on Instagram and you are following cs.joseph. That is the Instagram so that you can see that giveaway. I'm kind of hyping it up now because this is going to be a special coaching session, something that we've never done before. And uh, we're just trying to get uh, the legal team drawing up the paperwork for it, but it's going to be uh, a lot, uh, well, it, it's going to be very interesting. So hopefully uh, it uh, ends up uh, being as successful as I hope it is. I really think it will be because when I heard about the idea, I thought like, wow, that's like brilliant. So awesome. So yeah, get on the Instagram so you have the opportunity to uh, be there for that. Huh. So uh, these lectures might also be a little bit uh, smaller. I think I'm going to try to keep them about 30 minutes. So hopefully uh, we'll be able to do that. Um, and as we get additional scenarios, and if you have any other scenarios you'd like to add, leave them in the comment section below. We'll definitely uh, consider those and possibly talking about them from a social engineering standpoint, especially when we move into like season 22 and 23, etc., which will have more practical application of different scenarios and different types and what to do and what situation, etc. So awesome. Well, with all that being said, uh, I got another one of these to do, so see you guys tonight.